welcome back to our Cambridgeshire Virtual School podcast, Learn, Aspire, Thrive, Achieve. The aim of our podcasts and topics are to inform the work of our education professionals and to support the work they do with our vulnerable young people. John and I are back with you today to host another interesting episode. Thank you, Edwina. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different to our others, as we have invited two care experienced young people along who are going to chat about their experience in education as children in care. So today we've got with us Caitlin and Andrea. Thank you both for coming today. It's going to be lovely to be able to hear what our young people actually think. Um, I'm going to go straight in with my questions today. Okay, so just to make a conversation, to start a chat between you both, what do you think or what would you like your DTs, your designated teachers, to do or perhaps do better? Andrea. Um, well, I personally don't have any problems with my DT, um, but a lot of my friends have, um, and they've made comments that they pull them out of lessons sometimes and don't schedule things with them beforehand. Okay, and how does that make you feel when you're um, pulled out of a lesson, perhaps, do you think? Um, it's kind of embarrassing. Does it make you feel different to your, your friends that are in the class with you? Um, yeah, because no one else really gets pulled out of lesson by a teacher. So everyone naturally wonders why you're leaving the classroom. It looks a bit suspicious. And Caitlin, have you experienced that when you've been taken out of lessons? Um, I don't really like specify why like no one really asks and they just assume that I'm in trouble or something and I just let them think what they want to think. And how do you think your um, DTs or what do you think your DTs could do to stop um, those thoughts of your classmates and your friends? Well um, my friends know like that I'm in care and stuff. Um, I would say it's more people that I don't really know. Um, well, I'm not 100% sure. They they seem nice and like it's not a bad thing to be pulled out in my opinion, but you know. That, that's good. We, we've heard from other people that they, they always seem to get pulled out of the lessons that they like and you know, these meetings are never at times where like in maths maybe no offence to maths teachers, but as a, as a subject that you might want to miss sort of thing. Uh, do, do you find that, that these meetings are when you want them to be or does it kind of interrupt what you want to do at school? Uh, yeah, I think with my old DT, sometimes they would pull me out of lessons that I liked. Um, yeah, but <laughs> it's better if they just talk to you about it and schedule it maybe so you can miss all the lessons that you don't want to go to. <laughs> Or maybe do them at break times. Yeah. <laughs> so communication, I think we're getting is is what you maybe like them to improve upon. So to communicate with you um, about those things that you would, the times and the, the lessons that you would like to have less involvement with, shall we say. Okay, John, what's our next um, starter question? So, um, what would you really like your DTs not to do and I think we've kind of started that with obviously them taking you out of fun lessons but is there anything that you or friends you've spoken to have talked about that DTs have done and you've like don't do that don't tell people that or whatever it might be uh I did have feedback from a friend 
Um, so they said they, uh, so they didn't do that well in their end exams, their GCSE exams, and they were getting tutoring so they could hopefully improve their grades. But when they had a their pep with their DT, they um, they were obviously very disappointed in the results that they got. But the DT was kind of washing over it a bit and being a bit like, oh, it's okay, you did you did really well, but they didn't do that well. And so instead of like facing the problem, they were a bit like just trying to cover over. She would have preferred to hear the truth. Um, yeah, and how to how to get that better. We've we've had some similar conversations with our adults about s- still being aspirational, still pushing you, like them obviously being empathetic about what you're going through, but not just kind of going, oh, it's okay, it's okay, but actually still pushing you to make sure you're achieving and and stuff. Is that what your friends was basically saying? Yeah. So, Caitlin, what have you found? Um, like with your classmates who aren't um, care experienced, what have you found the difference is with you having your designated teacher? Is it someone that you can go to? Do you know your designated teacher? Or, you know, what experience have you had around that? Um, well, personally, um, I think that um, my friends see my designated teacher as like the care guy. I'm not really sure how to like how to describe it in any other way but like they know that I'm not in trouble and they know that um I can have additional help if I need it with like like if people are like rude or something then it's another person that can help me and understands what I'm going through. And have you been open with your friends about your your care status? You don't mind your friends knowing? Um well I First of all, I um back in primary, I was quite open about it, but in year seven, um, when I moved to secondary, I wanted to like keep it on the hush a bit. But um, I told a few of my friends, but then um, a girl decided to tell everyone that I'm in care, so like everyone knows now. Well, that sounds really unfair, and I suppose with us talking about what schools can do to help you, how did how did the school react? Did they help you in that situation? Um. I can't really remember if I'm sure, um, I mean, like, to be honest, but, like, I think um, I talked to my DT about it quite a lot because, like, it made me upset for a bit and I told my foster mum and um, she helped me out. Um, but, yeah, like, I think that there was probably something to do, like, I think there was probably, like, a little, like, investigation into it at school but like I can't really remember the ins and outs. And that's really kind of your DT to support you in that way and Andrea so we've had a positive experience from Caitlin about having her DT do you feel the same have you had the same experience? Uh, yeah definitely um, I think with me it's more uh, if I did have any problems they would face it straight away and come up with a solution rather than wash over it um so uh i've had like a lot of academic support um with tutors or talking about bursaries uh they're just useful for if i'm not sure on something i can always ask them about it
Okay, so moving the conversation on, how can DTs and other teachers avoid uh, making you feel different from your your classmates? We've already talked about sort of not most maybe taking you out of lessons and things like that, but are there other things that they could do to make you feel less uh, focused on? Um, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people who aren't in foster care, or even people who are in foster care, don't know what DTs are, or like their role and how they're different from a normal teacher. Uh, I'm not really sure how DTs can like explain that though. Like I, I just feel like some general knowledge is needed on what a DT does. Okay, so you think they should explain their role to everyone in the school so that people understand sort of who they are and what work they're doing. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. So thinking about then sort of that idea of DTs maybe telling people what their job role is and, and the work that they do, um, there's probably some misconceptions about uh, what care experienced is and what type of things you're going through in life. Um, have either of you had an experience in school where actually the teachers really needed a bit of education, they really needed to know what was going on? Um, Caitlin? Um, personally, when I was like like a few years ago, um, we were having a lesson about crime rates and um, the teacher was a bit insensitive and she said um, that like kids get themselves in care due to like, them like and they're like crime rates. I'm not really sure how to put it, but um, it really, like, it really wound me up, and um, I had to leave the classroom. Um, and then I went to my DT about it afterwards. So they were being quite negative and sort of, like, I suppose being quite stereotypical, saying, linking, being in care to crime. Were they? Uh, okay, and I'm assuming did this teacher know that you were care experienced? I'm not sure because around that time on the seating plan, like it said that, um, so the teacher put up the seating plan usually and then it said um, LAC, um, looks after child, but like I'm not sure because she got changed as my teacher after Easter, so um, I think she was new to the school as well, so I'm not sure. Okay. Well, hopefully that was as a result of your DT taking action and um, that teacher was then positively encouraged to um, be more aware of uh, the cohorts within her classroom. So what is the worst thing that has happened to you at school and how, how have you managed it? Okay. Um, people assumed I was an orphan for ages um, because... I was in the production of Annie at my school and um, it's um, I got the role as an orphan and that got sent around like a picture of my name and orphans and that was pretty hard for a while like because people were being like really mean to me um, and I got into an argument with a guy on the bus about it but um, yeah I think it got sorted out bit like it still happens there are still comments but to deal with it and do you share those um comments if they happen do you share them with your dt do you yeah. always know who you can go to for support yeah, yeah that's good yeah. yeah we've spoken a lot 
about teachers knowing sort of your background so that they don't jump you know if you if like you just said you've gotten an argument with that chap on the bus um rather than having a go at you for getting in the argument they talk to you to find out why sort of the argument happened is is that something you've experienced did they deal with it in that way um yeah because I would say ordinarily I'm not that much of a fighty person like I don't I don't start fights I don't really get involved with that sort of thing so I think they understood that it made me really upset and they understood like I told them what actually happened and I was understood Okay, so we've asked you what the worst things are. <laughs> What's the best thing that a DT has done to help you? Let's go to you, Andrea. Well, recently I there's been a lot of school trips in college and I really wanted to go on the trip to Japan and it was very expensive. <laughs> but um, I talked to my DT about it and he managed to, like, fund my trip for it. And, yeah, so I went to Japan a month ago, and it was really amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. I like Japan. Oh, wow. But how, how nice of them to just, rather than just say no, to actually find a way of making it happen for you. Oh, Caitlin, can you match that? Um, I went to India. What? <laughs> Was that also with, with the school? Yeah, it was really fun. Oh, that's incredible. Um, I'm just going to pull you back from these exciting, positive things that you've just talked about. We haven't mentioned pep meetings. So you said about being pulled out of your classes for meetings and things like that. What's your experience? What's your opinion of pep meetings? How do you find them, honestly? Uh, I think they can be quite tiring sometimes <laughs> because, like, you you kind of already expressed the goals you have. Uh, but then I feel like for a lot of the time you just kind of sit there and listen to people talk about you. And what about when um, your DT, but he will have had conversations with the, the other teachers in your school, what about when it comes to setting targets? Do you have any involvement in that? Uh, yeah. Um, we usually have... A conversation like before the meeting actually starts to kind of recap what to discuss. And Caitlin, do you have any experience of your pep meetings? Are they positive experiences? Are you always invited? Yeah, um, I had one about a couple hours ago. <laughs> Quite fresh in your mind. <laughs> yeah, um, I yeah, they they are they are quite tiring and they're a bit tedious to do, but. Um, um, I would say like important things are like raised of like how to help with certain things like for instance um, I'm getting a diagnosis like a I'm getting like assessed for ADHD which might not have happened like it might not have been raised if I didn't have a pep about it which is positive I guess. Yeah that's definitely positive and does your DT meet with you both beforehand to go through your pep so you know what nothing that you hear in the meeting is a surprise you you'll have your meeting and you know what's going to be discussed yeah brilliant okay so we'll, we'll bring the conversation towards an end now but what we always like to do when we have guests is we like to try and finish on a positive note so we ask them 
you know, what do they like about their job or whatever it might be. So I suppose for us today, we're going to ask sort of a positive uh, experience of maybe being in care or working with your DT in school, you know, is, is, is there a nice thing that you can think of to sort of finish on today? I'll look at you first, Andrea. <laughs> um, I feel like I have a really good support network. Uh, so yeah, I have a lots of people in social services to go to, uh, especially my DT. So the system's working for you. That's great. What about you, Caitlin? Is there anything positive? I think that um, more or less everything's positive usually. Um, and I think that as much as it was like upsetting to go into care, I find that it's for the best, like in like situations. And I, I think that it's like good. And like I feel like it's a family where I live. What a lovely thing to finish on. It is. We're That's family. really reflective. Mm. Thank you both. Um, thank you, Caitlin. Thank you, Andrea, for joining us today. Um, it's been lovely listening to you talk. I hope you've enjoyed yourselves. Um, as always, everyone, if you could please remember to like and subscribe our podcast, uh, follow us for future episodes. Don't forget to check the show notes for any further information on today's topic. And we'll speak to you all next time. Thank you. The music in today's podcast was created by Cambridgeshire Children in Care, working with Noise Solutions. Mm-hmm.